When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 251. Can you believe it? Is that true? Of Flow Wrestling Radio Live, I'm your host, Christian Pyle. Joined as always by my maintenance man, Willie Saylor. We are here. And I did not have the headphones for the intro song, therefore no could not hear the, that moment when I dropped the ah. Oh, I, I don't know when it was. I just went for it. But you are Team Casper today. Yeah. And and every day, here to four. Thank you to Jacob Casper. Is that Duke brand new? Brand new. Got not- it in the mail. I'm like... Yesterday, I'm like, Where that you knew it. You knew that it didn't come from Tony Ramos's laundry bin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference, Duke UNC. You get, you get some used sweatshirts from Tony, but I, I appreciate them both the same. So thank you to Jacob, the high flying heavyweight for the Duke Blue Devils. Is he going to be a, a WWE superstar? Kind of feels like it. Jacob Casper? I think that's. I think it may be his aspiration. Yeah. Okay. So you're back from Iron Man. So is. Daniel Lobdell, a.k.a. the Wrestling Nomad, who I almost punched in the face one minute before the show because of his blasphemy about Cal Ripken Jr., you fake Baltimore native. We can't, we can't, I'm not going to let you pull me in. Though. Yeah, because you're really a Baltimore native. I'm not going to get pulled in. Christian, I okay. said, I said, my, my, my family built that, built that town with no, the steel. No, they didn't. Okay, here we go. Let's go. <laughs> let's start, let's start with some D1 stuff. Rutgers, Iowa, some, some stuff popped off Thursday after this show that we didn't really get to talk about. It did? What, what did? Well, you had Coach Scott Goodale saying oh, yeah, Iowa yeah. doesn't respect us. We never got to really talk about this much. Um, and uh, you, go ahead. A lot of people, we land on the ground at Ironman, and we go in, and, and you know a lot of wrestling fans that were there were like, uh, I think, I think, Goodale is just trying to fire his team up because I don't see um, where it's that offensive or that um, poignant, right? The, yeah. The disrespect. And, um, yeah, this is message board material, right? It's, it's great. I mean, t- to me, I mean, not if, message if, you're, board. Board. if you're an Iowa fan or an Iowa person, you don't see exactly what Coach Goodale was doing. You're being – I, I, if you got – in a room one-on-one with Coach Goodale, I, I don't think he really felt truly disrespected by Iowa. They were saying some things, you know, nothing was out of bounds from Iowa or disrespectful. He was looking for something. He was trying to fire up his team, fire up the fan base. Jersey people love being from Jersey, repping Jersey. 
Um, and I think he played into that. I thought it was genius, brilliant marketing, mm-hmm. uh, good motivation. So the team so, was right there to win the duel. Um, I, I loved it. For so Coach Brands was like, you know, they're doing some good things over there, right? Yeah, nice things. And doing some nice things. And Goodell <laughs> took it and, you know, kind of said that they're basically calling us cute. Oh, that's cute. Oh, they're doing some nice things. Look, and it, and they cute. said something about the transfer. Or they got a big transfer they're excited about. The actual um, line was, he's made it, he, he's like, oh, that's cute, which is like telling me you're kissing my sister, which I don't want to hear about saying that. saying your sister's cute. Yeah. yeah, he said that, and then um, Alex Marinelli made the Blair comment that he'd, he'd wrestled in New Jersey before. And then Schnalty started mobbing. Schnalty was mobbing hard. He said, somebody tell, somebody tell this kid this isn't Blair Academy. He's not wrestling Blair Academy. Factually correct. Rutgers, in fact, is not Blair Academy. Far more raucous. But... Ultimately, got a great, great dual meet. Very exciting. Great Iowa, ha- Iowa had to dig deep. Late. Good for. I mean, Rucker sold like eight, nine thousand tickets or something. It was. You could. It came. You know, I'm watching on on my TV, on the Roku app, and um, you know, sound. You can feel the atmosphere there. I can't. I'm sure it was a blast there. I mean, Marinelli was like, dude, I love wrestling in uh, an atmosphere that's like that. And uh, yeah, so I I think. Good, good performance by Rutgers, but Iowa had to dig deep in two tough matches to to take that. Duel. Ultimately, a win for Rutgers, right? Like they didn't they didn't yeah. win, and and the ultimate win would have been to win the dual meet. But the stars kind of aligned in that the schedule. There wasn't much else going on at that time, and oh, yeah. everybody was talking about Rutgers Iowa. So I mean, it's a win in the sense that. Rutgers wrestling was the talk of the weekend. Yeah, there there was a ton of interest around this duel, and when you look, you look at the ten versus ten, there was maybe one lineup where you circled and were like, "This is." So people just got excited about the energy around the duel more so than the, which is a great great sign. A lot of people tuned in and uh, seemed to really enjoy it. I, I I love the duel. You know, you see Soriano come out; he looks sharp as ever, um, mm-hmm. and then. You know, Happel gets the nod all weekend at 41. He loses to Van Brill, who we've been talking about for a while as a guy that's probably going to enter the rankings, probably going to be a pretty solid guy for Rutgers. So he beats him, and you're like, oh, boy, still trouble for, for Iowa at 41. But then— And it was Glenn, right? No. It was uh, Happel. No. He Glenn was 33. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was Glenn instead of uh, Locks. Oh, I was talking about Happel, though. And then Happel goes— and beats Ryan Deal at Maryland. Mm-hmm. Nice win for him. A crazy match, back and forth. Um, Gordon Wolf esque, dare I say? <laughs> um, so yeah. So my point was that it, it was Glenn and Happel. It's a change from Locks and, um, and Turk. And Turk. And so the duel started what? Twelve. Twelve three. Twelve three. Um, and ultimately the duel. I mean, you had to feel like it came down to 65, right? Yeah, it didn't. It ultimately, looking back, I or Rutgers needed 65 and 74 to win it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you look at 65, Richie Lewis comes out. He looks solid. He does not look small for the weight. He said, if you haven't heard of his interview with Bader, please check it out. Uh, it's on the site. We socialed it yesterday. Um I mean, just a unique guy with an interesting perspective and story that's still being written. But Richie comes out, gets a takedown right away. You're like, okay, it's kind of what I expected. I expected kind of a close win for Richie. 
But man, did did Marinelli's pace. Um, and man, I was dude. This finish was it was an awesome finish. But whenever you see a a knee brace like that bouncing and a, a nice trip, but I'm like, you're always like with Matt McCutcheon. Yeah. Every time that guy's in a scramble, you're just like holding your breath, waiting for like something awful to happen when you see that huge knee brace. But Marinelli's pace and. I'm telling you, R- Richie was tired early in this match, and yeah, that's su- that surprised me. I I, I don't get it really. Um, you know, Richie Richie was 57, right? He was supposed to come in at 57. He wrestles internationally on a two-day weigh-in at 154, so he's already making two-day weigh-ins, mm-hmm. right? He's not. He's rested. He's not banged up. Well, he said he was in his interview. That oh, did he? He. Well, he said well, he, I, since he got back from Worlds, he'd been nursing some injuries, hadn't been on the mat a ton. So is that why it seemed as if – I mean, he was very passive, in my opinion. Well, he didn't he, take a whole – He was picking his spots a lot more than, than I, I expect him to. Right. There was a flurry in overtime where it was like he's going for it. He's like, this is my, my opportunity. Mm-hmm. And he almost did score. It was, it was pretty close. And then when he didn't, Marinelli – just capitalizing. Marinelli's single leg looks crisp, clean. He looks fast. He looks very powerful There's at the weight. Some sometimes you can see in a match where a kid says, "Mm, I ain't letting this happen." Like I remember distinctly. I mean, you've seen it more more often than this, but I remember distinctly one time Aaron Pico in the bronze medal match at Worlds Junior Worlds got taken down and like a flip switch, and he was like, "Nope." Nope. I ain't letting this happen. Savage mode. And it seemed like Marinelli did that. He got yeah. scored on and he was like, Nope. Mm-mm. Done. I'm 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 pushing the pace here. I'm I'm uh I'm forcing the issue. Yeah, I th- I was impressed with Marinelli. I was too. I I was impressed with him against Richie. Um I was impressed I mean he pinned his Maryland guy no problem. Um but you know, he's moving well, he looks good for a guy with you know what? Sounds like a pretty serious knee injury that he's going to be gutting out this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to be encouraged if you're Iowa fans. You're going to be holding your breath every scramble every time. He's going to wrestle some savages at this weight. I mean, it's Alex Marinelli. Alex Marinelli is ranked like 12th right now, 12th or 13th. Like the weight's that good. Um, he, he's going to hit some hammers. I mean, ch- the what? guy, the guy one ahead of him is Chance Marsteller. What? What is? What is Richie Lewis? One behind him now. Mm-hmm. So we have, we move Richie up to. 65 because it sounds like it sounds like he's gonna. I be mean, in it. that interview, he's talking about who he wants to wrestle. He wants to wrestle Imar and Chenzo, and uh, I think he may have mentioned Massa. So, I mean, he's planning on competing at 65 long term, which you know, there were, there were some Nolf conversations, some Kimmer conversation, and then the now they're gone. Can you explain for people that don't know the situation? Can you explain why? So Marinelli apparently the the knee injury. I mean, they, they say it's serious, but he looked pretty darn good. But can you explain why he just doesn't sit out and try for a medical? Or s- well, he wouldn't get one. He wouldn't, he wouldn't get he one wouldn't because get one he used he used, he used his red, red shirt last year, and right. he wrestled during it. I don't know how much. I mean, that does matter some, right? Mm-hmm. How much you wrestled during the season. So that's why that's why he's you know. Although he's did he try to wrestle, wrestle after Midlands last year? I can't. I don't believe he did. I don't think so. No, so there, there's a case there, um, but and then the second the second part to the Marinelli uh, Richie Lewis thing is Richie Lewis went from a guy at 157 where you were like him and him and Kemmer might be a thing. So like 
he was in the conversation for a two or three or four spot. Now he's at 65. He loses to Marinelli, and he's ranked 13th. That's a big, big difference, right? That's night and day. Night and day, but at the same time, you know, if he is, put it this way, if he's in that Kimmer conversation, if that's true, if, like, we're just going to assume he can go with Kimmer, then I, he could be a top-five guy. Here's the guys in front of him. Tell, tell me the guy that you wouldn't think Kimmer could go with. You know, Chance, maybe that up. Chance, kind of an outlier. But Isaiah White, Nick Wanzek, Tashan Campbell, Evan Wick, Chad Walsh, Chandler Rogers, uh, Logan Massa, McFadden. McFadden's number three. It's tough for me to say. You know how you know my mo. My my mo is like, you you are more open minded. A guy a guy is good. A guy is good. He moves up in weight and he's going to be good. I'm like I want to see him perform at that weight. And yeah, I'm not. To, to me, it's to me it's night and day. To me, it's different. As, at 157, I think he's a top guy. At at 165, I want to see it proven. Well, I don't. I just never. I don't understand that at all. It's okay. like there's like. In the last five, ten years, the one guy I can think of that like whose results dropped when he went up weight is Gulaban. Apart from that, who is that happened to? Well, I mean, I think it, you see it's Richie think, Lewis right now. I mean, it's Richie Lewis wrestled one match against okay. Alex Marinelli. I want to see it proven though. I mean, certainly, like, certainly, it's based on personnel. I mean, I right? remember, I remember when Ed Ruth was going up from seventy-four to eighty-four and arguing with message board idiots that he was going to be good. Like people really don't understand. I'm like, how do you watch Ed Ruth? Yeah, but Ed Ruth, yeah, but that was the same Ed Ruth, thing. Ed Ruth's a freak. They were saying he needs to prove it. He needs to prove well, it. Well, Ed Ruth's a freak, though. Ed Ruth, Richie Lewis could be a freak. Okay. Not Ed Ruth level, obviously. Chill out, chill out, guys. I don't know. I thought he went from a surefire AA to a fringe. Like I, a, to a, see, I'm if he's here's here's what I'll say. If he's not a surefire AA at 65, then he wasn't really at 57. We don't really know that he was at 57. We just kind of we watched him wrestle freestyle. He had had some nice wins a couple of years ago at the well, weight. He picked he apart. Not, he picked apart Burger. Yeah, right? yeah. He beat Burger before Burger was Burger. Then he beat him in freestyle, which yeah, that's what again, I mean, right? So freestyle folk style, he may be a different guy. I don't know. He, he, he made it, it pretty clear in that interview that freestyle is what he prefers and he feels he's better at. Yeah. Well, who knows? Um, My point is, if he was that guy at fifty-seven, he'll be at sixty-five. If he's not that at six, that's kind of an easy way to be right, right? But um. Well, it is an easy you know way to right? But there's also the there's also the personnel component in that. True. In that maybe he is the same caliber, but 65 just has more landmines. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because 57, you know, number two is Lavalley, who he's beaten. Yeah. Kimmer, Micah Jordan, Josh Shields, Tyler Berger, who he's beaten, and then we go Clagan, Fine Silver. Yeah. So 57 is just not as deep. Mm-hmm. But if he, but the point being, if he can go with Kimmer, yeah, yeah. Kimmer's looks looks fantastic. I I want I want to see him get to wrestle someone legit. I mean, he did annihilate Clay Ream, but other than that, it really has not been been tested. Wonder curious who he'll see at Midlands. Uh, will be a nice test for him. But Tilly sees Null for Lavalley. Hey, hey. Okay, and then another Iowa news. Then they wrestled Maryland, blew them out. But Sam Stoll didn't wrestle. I think just precautionary. 
I don't know. Yeah, that's whack. Yeah. I was looking forward you to know, that match because I saw Hamida throughout the year, and I'm, I was like, Hamida, Loki, good. He, he's good. He looks good, right? And so, you know, I was wrestling Maryland, and I'm like, yeah, the only thing to really pay attention for is heavyweight, and then it didn't happen. Um, and I don't mind. My my stance on forfeits is like known. The hill I'll die on. I think they're just at all levels, basic or at the division one level, they're unacceptable. And I'm not. I don't have an issue with them holding Stole out. Like that is that would be a smart thing to do. That makes sense. A guy with two major knee injuries. But can we bring a backup? Can we get? Can Iowa field a full team? Yeah. Is that look? Iowa wrestling didn't field the. If you were just to someone that's not a wrestling fan, you say, "Oh, Iowa, <clears throat> this is like what the most historic programs in in history." Yeah, they only have nine wrestlers. Yeah, they didn't have a heavyweight. They team. don't have. They they couldn't get. You can't throw a 97 or a backup heavy on the plane for, for the trip to Maryland. I, no, one's, no one is arguing that Stoll shouldn't sit on occasion, even mm-hmm. for Hermita. That's, that's wise. It is, it is, and I was saying it when Penn State was forfeiting weights, and I'll say it for, for every team. It doesn't matter who. Yeah. They should all field full teams whenever possible, and it's, it's on the coach to create a team that – doesn't have you want a red shirt, Aaron Costello? Okay, well you need to have another heavyweight. Yeah, and you know, because it happened with Nebraska last year too, and they were like, and and the reason that some people said was, well, they go on these double dip road trips, mm-hmm. and something happens at dual meet one, and they they only traveled with X amount of guys. Well, I'm sure that. I'm sure that they thought that maybe they would sit still against Maryland. So bring another guy, right? That and you can you can travel with more than your ten starters. That happens all the time. You can bring. No, I think I think there's a rule that you can only bring thirteen or something. All right, but but then I would bring one for I would bring if I could bring thirteen three backups. I'd probably have one for my lightweight, a middleweight, and heavyweight. I would probably have a, a backup. For my guy that's had two knee surgeries, that would probably be a guy I have a backup. They should have. They should have just let Downey wrestle exhibition. Being in Maryland, oh man, just have an exhibition match. They have. They have uh, Sam Stoll listed. I'm looking at the roster right now. They have him listed at 215 pounds. That is inaccurate. That, when but that was his birth, birth weight. That was <laughs> <laughs> um, six three two fifteen. That's what he listed. <laughs> Hey. I mean, they wrestled Holloway all last year, or a great majority of last year. Just bring Steve. Come on, Steve. Steve. Steve, get on Steve, the Steve, come on. Come on, Steve. We need you. Hey, need in other Iowa news, Spencer Lee. Oh, my gosh. Spencer Lee. That was amazing. He looks great. Oh, my God. He, <laughs> just, he just goes out there and works it people. Just look, it, it looks like Super 32 I mean, quarters from... from Four years ago, it just doesn't doesn't matter. And is he undersized? Is he injured? Blah blah I don't blah. Care. He goes out there and balls up everyone. Juniors. Yeah, I mean Petra. He tech pinned. Oh my goodness. He peck, tech pinned Johnny Jimenez. I mean, he, Johnny Jimenez isn't a world beater, but he's a solid three year. He's maybe a state beater. He's a qualifier. He's a state beater. Yeah, he's an NCAA yeah. qualifier. Spencer, yeah. hey, like come hold my hand. Handshake. Gotta... Classic handshake holdout. T- look, Skylar Petrie. Skylar Petrie's a guy that beat Zeke Moisey. I don't know if that means a lot, but. Uh, right? That was Polakowski. Oh, that was Polakowski? That was the other. other. That was the other backup. Minnesota backup. 
So, yeah, Spencer looks... Skylar Petrie once beat Dayton Fix. He did in Junior Duels? Yeah. That is... Transitive property, Spencer Lee's better. <laughs> Ooh, wow. So the, the Dayton-Spencer debate... Rem- so, what do you do? So... Free the Lee? You, you should have been free in the Lee all along. Just freedom. This is further evidence to the freedom, um, <laughs> the emancipation of, of Spencer Lee. We should, we should get a Braveheart. A Braveheart meme going. We should. Freedom. So, is, is Spencer Lee the most um, physically, a guy that looks so much different from how strong he is? He does not look like, he does not look either big nor particularly strong. He looks like a an in-shape young man. And he just physically overpowers people from the top position. They You do not get your wrist back. Mm-mm. It's it. It's his property until he's done with you. Yeah. So I mean, especially when when he gets question, when he gets standing, does anybody is anybody strong like Spencer without being physically impossible? Yes. uh, I don't know. I don't either. Ben Askren. Ben Askren. Askren. Yeah. But that's different. Askren doesn't even. Askren doesn't much look like an athlete, like a, like an elite. Askren's strong, quite strong. Askren is so I don't even like. He touches you, you bruise. So <laughs> shake well, your hands. I, th- I, I dare say you bruise easily. I don't bruise easy. You do. I'm a man. You definitely I'm do. Forty. Hey. <laughs> so I mean, back to the question: Do you pull him? Yes, of course. Why would you not? I don't when know. do you do it? Huh? When do you do it? After Midlands. After oh, all right. Here we go. Wait, wait. Put you on the spot. On the spot. Set the line right now. Spencer Lee, Nick Suriano, Midland. Set the line. Um, who's the favorite? Suriano. Ooh. Why would he not be? I don't know. I mean, you don't think that's a question? Well, well, are you asking me? Are you asking me what my thoughts are? Do you are you asking me what like a Vegas line should be that e- that money would be bet on? <clears throat> Uh, I'm, let's do it both. Let's make this two-part question. Okay. I think I think Suriano should be a half a point favorite. If Suriano wins, I think it's going to be a you know fourth three. Yeah. If Spencer, but the Vegas line to get people to bet, everybody wants to bet on Spencer. I think. Yeah. The thing is, if he gets on top. Which is is Spencer Lee gonna be one of those guys where we start saying you should go top every time? Backpack. And you know what? A lot of people were saying when he wrestled DeSanto, he should have taken top. That's 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 taking it way back. But man, why not? Agum told him not to. <laughs> no, Agum was the one saying take top. Yeah, Agum no Sanders. Sanders Sanders, Sanders told him to go Sanders. under. Was like this, and Egum came flying out, said, Boom. "No, no, no, top." Classic. <laughs> so, um, yeah, maybe he should have. But I, I, I don't know. What would you set the line at? I, I think the betting line, the I public, the public I, betting line, I think should be Spencer minus two and a half. I think it's a pick'em. I think it is a total pick'em. Maybe you say slight edge to Nick on the feet, and you say slight at. Um, Slight edge, I mean, in lo- in life, in reality? Slight <laughs> edge to Nick on his feet? Maybe. Well, what, you don't think so? 
You're just the one that made it for him. You think it's more than a slight edge? They no, really? I don't think there's an edge to Soriano. Okay, well, you just said, if you don't think he has an edge on his feet, why would you make the line .5? You think he has an edge on the mat? Where does he have an edge if he doesn't have one on his feet? Um, That makes no sense. That's the, that is where know. Nick Soriano will win the match. Who do you think will win the match? You're exactly. the line. Exactly. Oh, he's better on the feet. Uh, okay. No, no, no. This is your words. You, I asked what the line would I be. would pick Soriano by one. That, that's what I'm saying. I would pick Soriano by what, one. Riding time point? It doesn't have, you can win a match by one without having a riding time point. I, I'm, try, I'm trying to figure... Why, why are you done? He you can, the nomad breakdown. You, you of can match. also win NCAAs with. Serian can also win NCAAs that scene Darian Cruz. So that one point oh thing my is gosh, true. Here, yeah, you're entering that vortex again. Okay. I, I'm no. I'm just curious. You set the line at a half. I'm just curious why. I th- just because health and just like in general. I set the line at what? Point five for Suriano. Uh, th- that means okay. I think Suriano would. I would pick Suriano to win by a point right now. Okay. But I and I said Suriano. I say he has an edge on the feet, and you like. Balked at that. Um, if you don't have an edge on his feet, how would he win? I don't think he has an edge on his feet in offensive attacks. I think he pro- if he has an edge, well, there's I would say he's un—he's almost untakedownable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, right? He gives up an occasional. He got—he got taken down by like Maryland or something, right? But um, the Lizak dude took him down last year. Yeah, the dude is so hard to take down. So um, when I say edge. You don't see a lot of people get to his legs at all. No, yeah. that's the thing. That's his head that, hands are insane. He's right. So if, if I'm hedging on better on his feet, I, I mean, Spencer Lee, I would say, has more diverse attacks and more ways of scoring and is more um, prolific takedown artist. But uh, Soriano doesn't get taken down. Here's Okay, here's – I think this comparison could be – I don't know. We'll see. Is this uh, entering like a – and I'm not saying that Spencer Lee is David Taylor in this rivalry because he's beating him, but is this Dake – Taylor, you got the untakedownable defensive master who gets something scored, like that, and then you got the prolific dynamic something score. like that. And then when I mean I wouldn't go either. I wouldn't go same dynamic. Yeah, same dynamic. I mean David Taylor is way more prolific than Spencer, and Kyle Diggs way more d- defensive than I mean Nick. Then has better defense than Nick, but yes. Okay, I'll. S- Stick with Nick Suriano right now, but yeah, I mean, man, but it just it just feels like he gets at risk. It's it could be scary, but I, I'm I'm sticking with Suriano, and I'm, a, I'm and I will go, I will say I think he has an edge on his feet. I mean, that's why he would win. You and know, I think his bottom is people that are watching this will hold us to it, right? And then and then it'll if it happens at Midlands, they'll say, "Well, you picked this guy, you picked that." The, the thing is, you don't we, we don't you're just asking us to make a pick, right? And the, with either of them, we haven't seen Spencer tested, but we really haven't seen who's Nick wrestled this year. I mean, we watched him last year do awesome, but neither of them have really. So we're going to be kind of we're you're flying blind. I feel like we'll have and pray to the Midlands gods. This is a finals match, um, yeah, and that they seed it properly. Here's the thing: Spencer Lee is all world. We know he's all world. We we have a good feeling that he's gonna mollywop most kids at Division One level, but we have data on Nick Suriano that says he beat the NCAA champ, he beat the NCAA runner-up, and it was a three-two match with the guy that was third, mm-hmm. who also went on to win a world senior silver medal. Yeah. So we had the data on. Yeah. 
on him. We don't really have the data on Spencer. Dang, I'm curious. Go ahead, no matter. Oh, I have a couple things. Oh, a couple. What item would, one? Would the easiest thing for the Midlands committee be to seat him like tenth? Yes. Because you go, oh well, he hasn't earned it, but then that keeps him opposite side of Suriano, yeah. right? And it's basically still the two seed. Simple. Um, two. Four two Suriano SV one. Sudden victory one. Yes. Okay. I love no matter. Who has choice in the second? Yeah. Oh, that doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Suriano gets a takedown. Lee gets a uh, riding time and an escape point, and it goes into overtime. Suriano gets a second takedown. Is it like a go behind, or is it like reattack? Or oh yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a force of nature. Like the the matches, it, you know, it's like Burger Camera. There's a. Oh, wow. It's it's a ridiculous. I'm not saying it's gonna be a crazy scramble. Like it's a or like uh, I'm Arnolf, you Got know, it. one of those like your your soul leaves your body. You think like, it'll be a challenge somewhere yeah. in, during the match? Oh, there'll absolutely be a challenge. Brands will be on the mat. Yeah. Goody will be on the mat. Will any refs be t- refs be touched? Just their hearts. Yeah. Kyle, who you got real quick? I'll take Suriana right now, but it's tough, man. I want to take Lee. <sighs> yeah, this is a very yeah, it's, it's very is, legitimate thing. It, it, it's gonna be a, a nail biter. Nomad says it's legitimate. I was, <laughs> I was agreeing with you guys. Oh, I'm glad. Um, I was worried people would think this match. Uh, we're kind of over overhyping. Well, we we're spe- we just spent a half hour on Iowa and we're not done yet. I'm not done. We're not done yet because Jacob Warner lost. Jacob Warner Does lost. Does it matter? Do you care? I care a lot. <laughs> Does it change your perception about Jacob Warner one iota? Yes. It does. Yes. Really. I mean, Kyle, does it change listen, your perception? He beat no, Mick. No, this is like the third time he's wrestled Woodley. I think they're just a little familiar with each other. He got kind of lazy at the end of a period. That's not a good sign. No, Matt. Does it change your perception of Jacob Warner? That it changes my absolutely. Oh, it changes my perception of both guys. It's it's because Warner beat the tar out of Woodley at PWC last year. Yeah. He beat him five to two early. The artist in the formerly year. known like, as Dapper Dan. <laughs> I think it doesn't I think change Wood- my perception much. It tells me more. Listen, about, look, it tells me Jacob more Moore about Woodley. Title, Jacob Moore is not a title contender if he if he's losing that match. Period. End of discussion. Uh, we, we were putting him in that tier. He's not a title contender. I think he is. So you think Jake Woodley is? No, I don't think you, Warner's a title listen, contender. Listen, that was a but that was a close match. That was a close match. Even. It tells me, it, but it tells me more about Woodley than it does about Warner. I still think Warner. I think he's title contender. I've got the right now. I think Woodley uh, showed a lot. I thought. I mean, did you see how hard he was? They were hand fighting. I mean, there was heavy clubs. So this is this is the end of takedown. I don't know if we get any. I would like some audio. Yeah, because audio is important here. He runs it through. I think he's got it. He does. So So, yeah. That's what I want you to observe. I don't know if you could hear. I don't it's have Dardanes, to... right? No. That's, uh, that's Jacob Warner. No, Dardanes is in the corner. No, it's Terry. Well, you hear Terry. So. I didn't hear Terry. All right, just, just let's be quiet while this takes down. I think he's got it. He does. So here's what happens. Woodley is down by one in the closing last 10 seconds. He shoots this double leg. He gets the finish. Okay, I, t- that's not a questionable two in my mind. I mean, it's two all day, right? That's a takedown. Yeah. Okay, that's established. That makes it 5-4. Now, if you can go back in the video and just freeze frame it, you can see, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at you, Kyle. What? You're the guy with the video. Warner is out 
but he's too busy hearing everyone screaming about no way it's not a takedown and look right time here, is not he has, uh, his, he, he is out Jacob Warner is out but he's worried about a bad takedown call all he has to do is get away and it's an overtime Woodley completely broke his grip but he's being exasperated about the takedown. So you think there should be a challenge? No, saying? no, 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 no. I think there's no challenge. He didn't get away. He's saying if he just would have... Why didn't he... If he just circled his hips around the front, he gets an escape, we get overtime. He, mm-hmm. he could have got away for one. He just... I mean, that... Yeah. Well, you can watch it. You can hear I, I, him. There's no it. clock, so I don't know. But you can see the, that guy. Look, look when he blinks his hand. He gives you the time. The guy in the background is throwing that up. There's still time on the clock while he's complaining. That guy just put up the two just now. Yeah, I know. Well, he's going back. So he gets to this position here. His hands are completely split. Right here. He's, he's out. He's out completely. So this this should have went to overtime if any you know, true freshman. What if? Let me ask you a question. Ask what if? Him. What if? What if Woodley doesn't get that takedown there? And Warner wins four. That's three. a great question. All right, yeah. Warner wins four. Three. Are you saying now? You're telling well. me. Yeah. Are you telling yes. me that that changed your perception? Is that the ability to win. Those tight matches, that's as those are the defining qualities listen. of a title contender. Okay. Right. They sure. are. Okay, well, he just learned a lesson right it, there. All right, well, that's true. It does true. not change my perception of him one bit. And it's Dude. also a matter of, I mean, you're going to have to continue to beat the same guys to be in that title conversation. Dean Heil has beaten Bryce Meredith four straight times, right? Like, you have to continue to be able to beat those guys. And it's on one Woodley's match. End, I understand that, it's but it's match. still a match. And on Woodley's end, he made the adjustments. He's gotten better. Mark Hall lost He's figured to, out how to wrestle a guy. Chenzo lost to Keaton Subject. Mark Hall lost to Christian Brucky for, you know, early freshman year. Doesn't change my opinion at all. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I agree. Keaton well. Subject, right? Solid high school wrestler. Brucky, solid high school wrestler. Jacob Woodley was a top five guy. I'm not saying he was a blue chip all world guy but he's a darn good guy and he's wrestling at a darn good program and he's faced him a hundred times and he won on a last second takedown all of a sudden jacob warner you drop him a notch no i think i think jacob warner could go with anybody yeah i think go with anybody right now i mean it can be a blip on the radar but like it still is the last point of data that we have for him like yes it can be washed out by a whole season of being i'm regretting my take i'm redact my take yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna be like I'm going to be, like, sent off at UWW. I'm just going back. I did not see Misha in the elevator <laughs> with <laughs> Silvestri, and I did not say that this changed my perception. Good. That's good for my you. My perception is the same on Jacob Warner. Yeah, it should be the because same. Because Willie changed my mind. I mean, so if, he, if that's rare. I'm, I'm going to leave Nomad on Nomad at, Island. If I'm sitting at Iron Man and I get a text, hey, Jacob Woodley just beat Jacob Warner, um, that's like you're like, whoa. If he didn't get the last second takedown and it was a 4-3 win for Warner, we're not even talking about this. And Woodley's having a year, too. I know. He's good. He's he's only lost to – well, first of all, he beat – and this got me a little salty. He beat Andrew Marsden, which <laughs> he's the official wrestler of Flow Wrestling Radio Live as far as I'm concerned. He absolutely is. But – You're a hater. You don't even know. Yeah, you – That's, that's dude, not true. You're, you're so late to the party, it's not even funny. The party's over. <laughs> Man – you're just you're just cleaning polishing off the empties. And Jay, he lost to Jake Boyd, his teammate, which is a interesting wrinkle. But other <laughs> than that, Jake Woodley, nice year. So he's going to be a good one. They have OU has no shortage of 97s. Correct. They've got Jake Boyd, they've got all the Dixons. All di- all there's what? The quadruplets, the Dixon quadruplets are all 97 pounders. Who drew the Dixons? 
And then they also have Jacob Rubio. <laughs> Kyle finally got that. I don't that. get that one. <laughs> I got it, finally. American Vandal. Anyway. Um, all right, that's it for Iowa Radio Live. <laughs> let's go on to oh. shoe. Let's, let's talk Shoegate. Ooh. Yeah, baby. This was saucy. This was I one of those it. things I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening. <laughs> this is so, so crazy. This is one of those things where like, it goes into, it goes into overtime, and I'm like, so I'm like, I'm doing interviews, so I'm kind of sitting behind, and I, I sit behind the guy that's winning at the time, because I'm like, okay, they're gonna come back here, and then it goes into the second overtime, and I'm like, okay, something crazy is about to happen, so I go and sit in it next to photographers, and ten seconds later, this happens. Do we just want to roll tape? Yes. Let's roll tape. Roll Let's tape. R- roll tape and tied. So, if you so what you have you to understand a- first is that earlier in the match, Real Woods shoe comes off the shoes. And Silva gets a point. There's a key moment I need Bracky to pause. It's off right there. Okay, you want me to go back? Yeah, go back. Because you see the flip-off. We all see the flip-off. You're like, oh, he pulled the shoe off. But Think again. Look here. There's a there's a moment. No, it's still shoe's still on. Shoe's still on. Shoe's still on. And Silva, I don't believe, is ripping. Okay, he's just... He's now he is. Lifting he's, the, ri- he's, no, li- he's pulling up a single leg. No, he's ripping the shoe. Now the shoe is off. Shoes off. Shoes off right there. Right there. Shoes off, okay, at this point. And then you see the flip after. You say, oh, he pulled his shoe off. No. He was getting rid of the shoe so he can continue wrestling. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think, listen, bro, this is like the thing you tell your your first-year wrestlers. Tape, Tape your shoes. This is a point. It's a dumb rule, kind of. I think it's a dumb rule. It's a, it's a dumb rule. It should be like in- Well, you know why it's a rule. You know why it's a rule because people be kicking out all the time. N- no, it's a, the the rule. The the rule is the way it is because people used to take longer to tie their shoes. Yeah, classic. I never did that. Yeah, right. Hey, so all right, so let's break down the Izzy, the Izzy Palazzo. Yeah, that was so. Yeah, <coughs> Lollapalooza. I mean, this uh, 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 the Iron Man final. Came down to two shoe points. And Plaza's like, I'm, I want this. And then he's like, I don't really want this. Izzy, oh my gosh. <laughs> Izzy Silva, or it, excuse me, Izzy Silva. Shout out to Izzy Silva. Izzy Martinez was, was look, fired look. up in that moment. Silva just wants to get the crowd going. So, the, the thing that you don't like to see, though, is number one versus number four, premier final, Iron Man title on the line best way to the tournament. and it comes down to penalty point penalty point uh, uh choice which why, exa- why did he give up two points before he's like you know what i'm gonna tape taste i should take i should these. tape him now you know the first time i didn't think that point would really matter but now i've given up two a third would really be well you already lost it took away from actually actually i mean i wouldn't want to take it back because that was epic yeah that was all time, we'll we'll talk about it forever. We'll talk about it next year before Iron Man even starts. We'll rerun the thing, and everybody will watch it. But it took away that the, the shoe gate thing took away from a very entertaining and dynamic match before that. I mean, Real Woods is pushing the pace. He's hammering the head. That was like Division One hand fighting. Uh, it was Palazzo. Oh Palazzo's gosh. like he's pulling the headgear. He, he I think Real was pulling the headgear a little bit and didn't care. Right, I mean, 
He's like, I'm going to give up at least four penalty points. Silva's match. dodging stuff and coming in. He's getting on a leg once in a while. I mean, it was a – I mean, real forces, two stall calls on him. It was, That was a yeah. very entertaining match. I, I thought Real had a really solid game plan. I mean, after him. But Silva, he's, it, a, you he's know, a match it, winner. It, it resulted in three points, really. It, penalty point for the shoe, penalty point for the shoe, choice of position, escape point. Oh, yeah. So it was essentially three, and the final score was what, 5-3? Five, 5-2. Five, five, two. Five, two. I mean, that was the difference. Um, Same score as their last match, just completely different match. I would love to I, see. I don't know if we will get to see this match again. Probably not, unless they do. No, we will not. Unless they go to NHSCAs. So what you have to think about is, you know, Silva, first of all, let's put it, the cards on the table, what Silva's done, right? I mean... Super thirty two champ. Two two or three times. Three times. Three times. Time. Yeah, yeah, but who's the, number one? But in the order, right? Yeah. I mean Start Super thirty two champ. Iron Man runner up to Spencer Lee. Super thirty two champ. <laughs> Wins who's number one. Super thirty two champ again. I think there was an NHSEA title, one or two of them in yeah. there. Yeah. Um just an incredible, incredible um run. A sort of I don't want to say unprecedented, but jeez. Amazing, right? Um, to go unscathed through all that. But he's the dispenser league. But he, yeah. but he wins close sometimes. Yeah. He's had right for a guy that's gone unscathed like that. He has an overtime win against Vasquez. He has an overtime win against Woods with a bunch of penalty points. He has an overtime win against RBY. Mm-hmm. Um, Will he be like? Dean Heilish in college, the way fans perceive him? No, I don't think so. I don't think he'll get that. Um, he's not going to a program that's particularly hated, first of all. Like Oklahoma State, there's some like, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's but like that if he does, stigma. right? Yeah, right. Like, it, with any, like if he went to Iowa, he would get that. Mm-hmm. He would get that hate. If he went to uh, maybe even a Penn State, right? Because well, it's just like people don't like the powers. Well, what if what – if, Silva goes and wins a title, and he wins every match. You know, Kellen Russell two. dealt with this. Yeah. Ke- Kellen, was, Kellen was like that. You're right. So I'm maybe a little – Kellen got some hate, not not the, the high level, but he got some hate. I'm thinking along the lines of Sertzis. Like, everybody didn't like that Sertzis, like his freshman year when he yeah. won, it was 4-2, 5-3. Yep. Sertzis didn't put one. points up. I think Silva's got more to give. Um, I, I think I he'll be more – I think because – when you're in the fire that much and you're only wrestling elite guys, you just want to get the I, W. I've seen that guy um, at Super Thirty Two, not this year, but last year when I was there. He just like <laughs> he just goes like boom, flips a switch, he and he gets three switch. takedowns, like just hard pace. So yeah. it's in him to do it. He's dude. He's going to Michigan. He's gonna get so much better. He's gonna be in there with with great coaches. He's gonna be going with Stefan Micic every day. Um, he's gonna get a lot better. Kellen probably. Kellen Russell's going to be there. I mean, Kellen would do wonders for him. Yeah. Um, Think how hard that guy's going to be to take down when, when Kellen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Kellen was Tire like. Scope. Kellen. I, I, if Kellen. Kellen was Matrix-like, right? Oh, my gosh. He could, he was doing. He was kind of like pre-Dake, doing like Dake-like escapability. Like, how did you not get taken down there? F- mm-hmm. Like, unreal body awareness. The gyro, as I believe Tim Johnson would, would call it. <laughs> he was awesome. So. He'll do great. 
Iron Man, for whatever reason, I mean, most of, oh the, most of the time, it's officiating, but I, Iron Man always has some weird things going on. In fact... This was the weirdest Iron Man maybe ever. But it, it, there is always some freaking drama. In fact, I said... I said to somebody, I said, well, you always got to go to Iron Man on day one, like, well in advance, because there's always something that happens. Somebody misses weight. Somebody changes weight. Somebody's out with an injury. You get there, and you know there's going to be a scoop, right? You know there's going to be something. Mm-hmm. We walk in there, and, e- and immediately, immediately, Clovis coaches, Clovis coaches are like, very disappointed. I'm like, what's going on? And they show me this piece of paper as Seth Neville's Seth Neville's dermatologist wrote, clearing him for a skin infection. A skin, yeah, it was impetigo, and he's clear. And it's a dermatologist wrote it up. Well, the the doctor on site would not allow it. They he said, well, I don't know if this is accurate and blah blah blah. It's a dermatologist. It's literally their specialty is skin that works with wrestlers. Yeah. Right. Like, has so much more qualified than whoever that was. They got off the, you know, his medical doctor. So uh, they didn't leave. Long story short, they didn't leave Seth Neville's wrestling. We got, we didn't get the pleasure of seeing Schultz versus Neville's, was two and three in the country. The at least the one thing you say, we should get it at Doc B. Right. But still. So, but it doesn't. Doesn't change the it's, fact that he flew from California. It was this, it was the first, <laughs> it was the first thing in a string of controversies of the tournament, right? And and I want he talk- flew in from California. The par- your parents came. I mean, yeah, no. If if you're not if you're not um, was at, at this point this that really makes you not want to travel to a national tournament if your own doctor you did. Literally, Coach Tirapelli and, and Clovis did everything you could possibly do short of flying the doctor out there with them. And even then, that may not have been helpful. And you They still, called the doctor. They, they called the doctor. They got the doctor on the phone. You know what the stupidest thing was? Because I heard about this phone call. They asked the doctor if he could 100% guarantee that it wouldn't spread. Yeah. A, like, a doctor is going to 100% guarantee anything. Could those refs... 100% guarantee that no one with a... Someone said this to me yesterday. Could those refs 100% guarantee that they didn't let anyone with a skin disease clear them to wrestle that you don't know? Yeah. They don't know. They're not yeah. medical doctors. So, uh, by the same... You're, you're applying these standards in... So, what ultimately... Ways. I blame I blame the on-site guy. I blame the on-site doctor. Iron Man should have just been like, okay, you're fired. We'll just get another doctor real quick. But, okay, but they couldn't. Well, really? Here, here, here was the Iron Man <clears throat> tournament committee's dilemma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they let him go, if they let Seth Neville's in and ignore the advice of the uh, ignore the, the recommendation, doctor. the on-site doctor, Seth Neville's wrestles. Some dude gets impetigo next week. Maybe it's from Seth Neville's. Maybe it's not. It, I mean, it could be. It could be anybody in the tournament that gets impetigo. They could say Seth Neville's was on that mat, yeah. and there could be a lawsuit. Right, uh, that he's, was that was their dilemma. It all came down to the one doctor just saying, "Yeah, he's good." Yeah, impetigo is no fun, but can we? It's not. Yeah, I, I have this weird thing about skin. It's like okay, I, I got this thing it's, too you know, about the like, skin thing. Oh, you got you got ringworm on your arm. You got impetigo right here. You, I mean, I'm not saying what, let what, what's are you gonna die? 
You take yeah. a pill, it's gone. You gonna sue someone for getting impetigo? I don't. What's what's the problem? Yeah, I I get it. I mean, we should not let guys with open sores and nastiness wrestle, and I don't, even ringworm. Yeah. Even though ringworm's not a big deal, but it's like, it's not. It's not HIV, guys. right? It's, it's yeah. It's a itchy skin thing. Everyone's that wrestles has had one of these things. So that was that, and then so we had sh- we had it was always games. always. I mean, I'll just say it. Ohio re- Ohio referees start stink. They stink. It's every year at Iron Man. It well, is a disaster. I'll say this. Anytime you have that many mats or a, a big tournament, there's going to be some some stinkers in there. Uh, it's just high school officiating in general. Yeah, that. No. I mean, yes. Palazzo, Palazzo says to me, Palazzo goes to me, he goes, I don't know if I'm ever coming back here. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's tough calls. And he's like, listen, we've traveled to PA. We've traveled to New York. We've traveled to New Jersey. Everywhere I go, you know, you get some bad calls. And it's like, man, that's that's not good. That's that's bad call. He's like, here it's just <laughs> incompetence. Yeah. It, it, it was a little maybe worse than but normal. It's Iron Man every year, it's bro. Two and I've been going there for 10 years. It is always like this is unbelievable. You saw the Karchla thing, right? I mean, what's Karchla? It's a clear takedown of Rocky Jordan would be the, the better way to refer to it. That was the Rocky Jordan one. Well, his butt hit. It was clear. To, I don't know how you don't call that. That was a takedown. Uh, yeah. yeah, Zeke Jordan. I mean Zeke Escalera with the thing. I got that close. Display. Well, this was weird too. Zeke Escalera, nationally ranked guy, hammer. Fargo champ. Fargo champion. He's got this kid, and they're they they he got him in banana splits, and they they DQ Escalera for brutality. Looked like run of the mill snapback bana- to brutality. So the <laughs> the way Scott Green explained it is the official said it was a legal move. He's counting back points, and then he just started doing the move to hurt him. Apparently. According to the official, oh, you got sleeves Malone here, which is, I mean, nothing changed in that <laughs> position while the ref was still counting back points. That's why. Well, he brought the other leg up. I don't yeah, care. But that's well, just how the like. That's just that's how. It's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, I think that that was literally the point of contention from yeah, the official uh, Scott. So don't say that doesn't matter. That was the thing. Well, I'm saying but, it shouldn't matter. Yeah, that's there's how the nothing move goes. brutal about that. Like the move, or the move is inherently brutal. So it's either it should be illegal to begin well, with, or here's, the here's kid screams question. and the scream rule gets here's employed. My question is: the kid screaming and then he brings that foot up and then puts it down, because that would be like okay. I mean, I'm not saying it's. I don't think it was the right call. I don't think you should DQ the kid. And yeah. and and that's on the ref then to stop to like if this, yeah. you have the scream rule then stop <clears> it immediately. Yeah, it doesn't look like he was screaming. So I don't know. Weird call. Escalator gets booted. Because uh, that kid couldn't continue. He not only lost that match, but wasn't able to wrestle back, um, which is even worse. Call. So, yeah, yeah that. They actually, the, I will say, though, that they started bringing in better officials uh, to Iron Man. So, th- the calls weren't. When? After that? No. They changed a lot of crew. They changed a lot of crew from their typical crew. I mean, I've. I know the crew. I've been going there forever, and they brought in a lot of good guys. But for some odd reason, they kept a lot of guys that stink. Guys that every year that you could go to Iron Man, you can go that guy. Watch out for that guy. Watch out for that ref. Watch out for this ref. I guarantee you, this ref blows a call. 
Um, yeah. So they got to get they got to get rid of those guys. But you know, it's like anything else. It's like they're they're buddies. Mm-hmm. They're gonna assign them to what they assign them. Um, so other things. Other thing, who raised their stock? You think Nomad? Uh, do you know who? Uh, the surprises were both at forty five on the on the opposite side of up in their stock. Mitch Moore took eighth. He lost three times. Uh, Cole Matthews was returning runner up. He didn't place. I don't think Cole Matthews might not made day two. He did not. Dang. He was out day one. Wow, that's crazy. I like Cole Matthews too. Um, Master Giovanni at thirteen, I thought looked fantastic. He uh, might. He might be the best. Kid in the country. I said that on the air. You know, I said that on the air. Of course, he probably has a matchup with Kirk McHenry this week, so we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm putting him at I'm putting him at number two tomorrow. So uh, I, Malik Johnson keeps winning. Malik Johnson keeps winning. You know, Malik. Everybody said Malik Johnson. Oh, he's you know he's eight, but that's because there's not a lot of yet's. You know, who's he ever beaten? And he's you know a Greco specialist. Malik Johnson's good, man. He's good. Ryan and he Thomas. won a good weight. Ryan Thomas avenged the loss to Marola. Um, J.D. Stickley. Goodness J.D. Gracious. Stickley. J.D. Stickley's going from 19 to 3. Yeah. He beats number 4 and 5. 138 is an odd weight because... Actually, it's even. 30, 32 and 38 is crazy because 32 is so dang loaded. You have, like, Nick Ramel 11 or 13 or something. And then 138, you have Anthony Madrigal, number 1. Like, Anthony Madrigal, I haven't seen him wrestle in, like, a year, it's just night and day, 132 and 138. And then last thing I would say about 52, Artelona being uh, Will Obama was surprising. We didn't, get really, we didn't really get to see Artelona do folk style at who's number one because Sammy pinned him so quickly. And then uh, Jake Marsh finishing fourth, who the week before had pinned Ryan Thomas, so or beat what? Ryan Thomas. So I thought David Carr looked amazing. Yeah, I said on the call, I was like, this is maybe the best version of yeah. him. Do you think it was? Yeah, I mean, I mean his pace? To me... It's like it's you've you've seen matches like that with David where you're like this guy is otherworldly talent and can be great. He and he's had some down matches too, huh? Mm-hmm. He can flip a switch too. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I I think man, he could be. We could look back on this class. Been saying it for a little bit. He he could be the best guy coming out. Yeah, uh, with what he's got to work with. Um, Iowa State's got a lot to be excited about with him. Hey, let's get to some. We got some questions coming in. One last one. All right. One last one. I want to to talk about Teskey Thompson. Teskey, Teskey beat Teskey almost lost in the semi, Mm -hmm. and then he rallied back to win that. And then he beats Thompson. Did you watch the match of the nine seven? Teskey just keeps. He has that mo of just rallying back. Eleven nine to win. The the interesting part that cradle was some man stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The interesting part about that match, I don't think we had the opportunity to talk about it, but almost everything was a flash takedown. Like nobody, except for the last one, every every takedown was like they didn't end up with control. Like they long. had it for a second, and, and it was away. fleeting. It's just a really interesting match. Any thoughts on that? Any thoughts on that? No man. Which one? I'm sorry. I was. I'm no, sorry. No, I was all right. No, Moving no, no, on. No, no, stop. I was looking at something. It's okay. All right. Fan questions? Right. Yeah, we got questions from the people on the Twitter sphere. Okay, well, I'm going to go rapid fire. Okay. USA freestyle team to dominate next year at World? No, we will not dominate. We will potentially win. It will be very hard to win. Why didn't – what didn't JB wrestle at the Clubs Cup? He's sun-kissed. He will never wrestle for Titan Mercury. 
Well, and, and the Iranian deal. The Iranians through. didn't let him. Yeah. Um, because Iran. With Silva at 32 and Teasdale at 26, is that matchup possible at Powerade? With the Scent plan, is it possible for Silva to get to 28? No way. He's too big for that. So we won't see that because Teasdale's dropping down from 32 to 26. Um, well, I don't know why. Why doesn't he just stay up and wrestle? Well, that's yeah. I mean, you say I'm a twenty, if he, but if he's a twenty-six, I'm gonna wrestle twenty-six. Well, I mean, he just wrestled thirty-two last week. Well, in, in breaking news, guys change weights in high school frequently. Yeah, but yeah, you know? hey, I, I want I just want to see the match. Well, he Gavin Teasdale's un, undefeated. Yeah, probably wants. Well, keep it that doesn't way. Penn State want him at twenty-five next year? Well, it doesn't matter if he. Who cares? Well, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, so he wants being about able to hold weight. He wrestled. Can't do that. All right, Mike Evans wrestled 189 in senior year. I he wrestled know. 165. He, he bumped up to 215 to wrestle. He, really, camp. he bumped up to 215 to wrestle Camp Latano. Next year, he wrestled 165. I remember. <laughs> okay, so you. It so matter so, where you wrestle. I'm, the I'm laws of high maybe. school wrestling allow you to wrestle wherever you want, bud. I'm just saying, maybe they would like to see him. Make 26 three, four times in a row just to see that it could happen. He could probably do that afterwards or beforehand. Either or. Or he could, or he could make it on the scale and then wrestle 32. I just think they'd like to see it a couple times. Okay. Um, he wa- Zeb wants to know if you're still the greatest mind in wrestling. Yes. Second, still not even close. Not even close. Oh, wow. Um, who do you have at Reno winning 141? Jack Meredith and Ironman all in the field. Is that true? Holy cow. Um, I got That's true. I got I didn't realize NC State was there. Yeah. Who's the one seed? Probably will be Jack. Jack. Yeah. So Meredith Ironman semi. Flames. Fire flames. And oh, who do you so let's answer the question. Jesus. One forty one is awesome. Who's gonna win? You have to figure out who's gonna win the semi first. Meredith Meredith. Meredith's gonna he balled up. Ironman at NCAAs last year. He was bar half. Mm-hmm. I'm sticking with that. And then... I don't know. I'll go Meredith this time. They kind of flip-flop. Meredith and Jack. So I think it's time to flip that pancake. Have the they side. flip-flopped or was it just one defensive fault position? At yeah, it's like 3-1. For Meredith? Yeah. yeah. No. Jack beat him at All-Star a month ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, so then that's not flip-flop. It's just... But that match didn't high. happen. <laughs> I'm it's highly looking forward to it. I, I, I didn't realize that count. they were all on the field. I'm really looking forward to this because I think I got a hunch anyway that Ironman can win the whole the whole deal, like uh, NCAA's uh, and everything. We're Jaden. Um, it's all points bulletin for Jaden, and no, he will not win NCAA's this year. Maybe he won't, but I think he can. Well. Uh, I think he can right now. Uh, that obviously, my opinion will be influenced by what we see at Reno. Yeah, it will. Okay, so that's that's a fire weight. I've got wait, who you got? I got Meredith. I got I got Jack. Jack. I think it's Meredith's turn. I don't know. Best <laughs> eyebrows in the game, Bryce Meredith. Yeah, so three one. I don't Meredith. know. I don't Did know. you say eyebrows? Yeah. It's it's a it's a close one. Um thoughts on It's new easy heist? it's easier to take Jack because he has a path to the finals. That's true. I mean I, I you're gonna take you get one good win or two really difficult wins. Yeah, that's fair. That's a reasonable, reasonable take. Um, would have been nice to see Schultz versus Neville. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know Ernie. Don't rub it in, Ernie. 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 Damn Ernie. It. Maybe we'll get it at uh, Doc B. 
Yeah. Hey, Doc B, live on flow. We'll catch it then. Thoughts on new high school out of bound rules. Can earn near fault, pin out of bounds on side, butt, hand, knees. Yeah, Eric Bush. I think it's good. Uh, but he says, but he says, can earn takedown with toe drag, but not near fall. Have to be on knees. But moment a knee comes off mat, it's out of bounds. Seems problematic. High school out of bounds is problematic. It would be nice if they could go just straight college out of bounds rules, which make more sense. But there's always these spatial issues with high school. That's so. a, a one great thing about Iron Man this year, and it, it seemed minor, but they use new mats. They went from 28, they went from 28 foot mats to 30 foot mats. 28 foot mats are, I don't even think are legal. <laughs> They've been using them for like 23 years. The 24th year, they finally go to a legal bat. Oh, my gosh. So, wow, is there an asterisk next to every Ironman champion? I, I'm pretty sure wow. that they weren't legal. I don't know. But they're 30-foot mats this year, and it was a little better. There was a little more action. And they actually found that the tournament sped up because there's not so many stoppages. There's not so many stoppages. They're not oh. out of bounds every five seconds. It, it was brutal. It is tough to watch that many stoppages it's just a difference like it's a different sport in yeah. college with out of bounds rules and four point the three three man first period like, it is just and stall call it's a totally different sport but i do like that you can get near fall out of bounds that makes that makes sense to me mm-hmm. um but i still don't really care for them but that's all the questions i really see oh well, well someone asked what place helen would take at ncaa's i don't know if i want to even answer that why would you st- yeah yeah Setting us up. I don't know, but she's going to win another world title, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, there you go. She's going to win worlds. I'm not worried about what she could take at NCAAs or. Considering she doesn't wrestle folk style. Yeah, she doesn't wrestle folk style. Yeah. Yeah. But. All right. Anything else? Will Ben Askren coach? Yeah, yes. Askren Wrestling Academy. I don't. I think he'll stick with that. You don't think he'll be a Division One coach? Ooh! Or high school coach? May, if Barry Davis ever retires. Which may or may not happen. Barry Davis was wearing a hat this weekend. I never saw him with a hat. Awesome. He was wearing a hat at CKLV. Mm-hmm. He didn't big, sit in a corner once. Big hat. Not, big hat not one time. He's a, he's a, yeah, that's for his own good, not being in the corner. He's very, uh, he, you know, like Steve Martin. A lot of these <laughs> Iowa guys, they, they can't be stationary. Doug They're Schwab. The Brands Brothers. They're high energy. Steve They're Martin. Energy Martin guy. literally yeah. has assistants grab his belt. He's like, he has like a, just a designated guy that yeah. travels with him. That get just back. Get back, like coach. Man. Yeah, get back, coach. Belt holder. Belt, yeah. He tells him to hold on to the belt and he'll just stay Otherwise, he'll just screen. be in up. He'll just migrate towards the center. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll just end up in the middle. <laughs> what is wrong? And he'll say, top man. Top man. Meanwhile, cover. Zeke's too quick. They, they, they couldn't have anybody hold his belt. He'd be out in the center of the map before you even grabbed it. Oh, yeah. Well, he's part. He, that's because he was helping the tappers. He's sprightly. Yeah. Terry, <laughs> Terry, Terry loses his mind. Terry's has done headstands before. That's accurate. <laughs> Terry has done a headstand on the mat. He jumped yeah. over the scores table when they beat Illinois. He did. He just ran up he in the stands, started high-fiving everybody. Jaggers will get out of his seat quite a bit, too. Mm. Jaggers is all right. I'm not saying he's like... All right. It's, it's go time. Can you so commit to Thursday? I can commit to Thursday and next Tuesday, but then it's, it's hey guys, traveling for the holidays. It is dicey. FRL is going to be dicey over a break. We have we are contractually obligated to do three more beyond today. Wait, Asics. Asics. Why, thank you, Asics. I haven't even thanked you today, but thank I'm you, very Asics thankful for, for you. Thanks for being you. Thanks for Asics for being Asics. You know. You know, Just they ASICs. make great wrestling shoes. Maybe, and other maybe kind get of shoes. some Asics products for Christmas for your friends and family. Yeah. 
Give, give some to us. Maybe we can get some. We'll wear them on the show. It'd be awesome. It'd be a, another additional. <laughs> Promo code FRL. Just kidding. Don't put that don't, in. Don't, there's not even spot. Don't for put it. that in. There's no promo codes at all. Yet. 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 Or ever. But <laughs> probably yet. Yeah, possibly. But maybe never. We can't rule it out. We yet. can't rule it out. But currently, promo code FRL will not work. Okay. <laughs> we should talk to them. If you put in FRL, they should get half a percent off. <laughs> but it's always got to be next to the little radio mic. Oh my gosh. Let's we'll say if you put in promo code FRL, you get free shipping if you go to the store and buy it. Okay. Just say FRL to your that. cashier. Say FRL, you guys, and then you get free shipping. Yeah. And yeah. back. And That's back. not doesn't happen. Thanks, thanks <laughs> A6. Anyway, thanks Thank A6. You. I don't know if the music's playing later. This one.